Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. I'm really excited about bringing you Lucas Rodriguez. Uh, He is in his fourth year in the business, uh, two really exceptional uh, years as an operator, and then a really amazing operator year, really, really high retention. You know, most of his team, you know, over 60% of his team is returning this coming season. And it's no surprise when you hear just how thoughtful, um, how intent focused and um and what a powerful mindset he has not a surprise and so i know you're going to love this uh this podcast it really is inspiring you know you know having the opportunity to work with so many amazing you know young people and uh lucas is one of them and uh i know you're going to love it and right now we are really really busy filling this next season and creating 2021 um we've got confirmations from over 110 of our operators to return. You know, this is uh, early September. We've basically been interviewing, you know, roughly 10 referrals a week. Um, and uh, so, so really what is going to make the difference for our next year is, is, is referrals and finding people who really want to be great leaders. I think there's, there's a real uncertainty in our economy, a real the lack of clarity about what possibilities will be available next year for leadership and development. And I, and, and certainly I could see, you know, a lot of student unemployment. And uh, so if you know of any young students who are looking for growth opportunities, who are looking to really separate themselves out for the big future that they want to create, please send them this way. You can share the podcast. You could send them to uh, Chris at leaderspodcast.ca. You could send them to leaderspodcast.ca slash apply or studentworks.com. Thanks so much for listening and uh, really appreciate your support. Have a fantastic day. Well, Lucas, uh, I'm really excited to have you on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thanks, Chris. Happy to be here. You betcha. You betcha. So, So why don't we jump back a whole number of years from, you know, before you know, you joined the Student Works Management Program. You know, explain what you were like. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't very different from what I'm like now uh, in terms of, you know, values and hobbies, interests, stuff like that. But uh, I feel like uh, as, as a person, um, I have changed a lot. So uh, what I was like before the program, typical 20-year-old, uh, very excited for starting university, everything that was coming to my future. I was, you know, ambitious, hardworking. Uh, so always busy, but, uh, pretty, pretty cocky and, uh, had a lot to learn, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any frustrations that you had about sort of life in general, about how, uh, how the hand that you were being dealt, anything like that, Lucas? Um, no, I think for the most part, uh, I've, I've had it pretty easy. I've been really lucky with, uh, everything that's, that's been given to me in my life. Uh, I, I'm very grateful. I think that the only 
I, like looking back on it, uh, I can I can find a frustration. It would be the fact that I, I wasn't grateful enough. Like that would be the only thing. I, I didn't have anything that was specifically holding me back at the time. Uh, it's it's really in hindsight that I see like I could have taken advantage of my opportunity just by being a little bit more aware of how great my opportunities were. That's great. That's great. Do, do you? I, I you know I'm just a uh, I love I love gratitude and this mm-hmm. the 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 power of gratitude. Is there anything that you do around gratitude to sort of bring that more into your life, uh, Lucas? Uh, yeah, I think recently it's, uh, it's, it's spending a lot more time expressing to the people in my life uh, how, grateful I'm, uh, how grateful I am for, uh, for them, for the things they do. And uh, again, like I said, you know, in hindsight, that's something I probably should have done a lot more of in the past. Um, yeah. But just, you know, having the opportunity to know what I'm thankful for, you know, obviously there's, there's my parents, there's my friends, the people around me, uh, everybody in, in, in student works, uh, just consistently telling people what they, what they mean, how they help. I think that's, that's super important. Yeah, no, that's, and, and it's so great. Cause, cause it's two things like, you know, first of all, you know, like if we think about it from a business perspective, by me sharing with my team how important they are and what what a you know enormous contribution they are and what what a difference it makes to work with them and all that, it actually has them perform better. Now, the reality is, if if that's why you're telling them, it's a manipulation and it won't work. Right. Right. And, and but if if really how you're you're telling them just because that's how you're feeling about them, yeah. Then it does. It, it will. Sorry, and it's not. It it just works because people feel. Oh wow, he sees me the best for who I am. He sees that I'm really trying to contribute. He sees that I'm growing. He, he sees that you know. Again, you know, when you're working with your team, that you know, uh, Michelle or Olivier are being coachable right mm-hmm. to you. Right. And there you go. Hey, I really love that you guys are so coachable and work so hard and really work on it. Right. Like yeah. that makes such a difference, doesn't it? Exactly. And, and it's easy to be honest with them about it as well. Right. Because if, if you look at it the, the other way, if they were showing me appreciation, telling me that, uh, they, you know, they like that I do this, I help them with that. It's not, I don't feel like I'm being manipulated. That feels good to hear. So why wouldn't yes. they feel good hearing the, the same thing in reverse? Well, no, the, and the only, remember, the only reason it is, is, is if it is a manipulation, like, cause mm-hmm. when it is a manipulation, exactly. people are like, again, it doesn't work because you're, you're sniffing it out and people are too smart for that. That you know, that, that's not going to work, so, you know? So it's just like, oh, wow. It's just about being honest with them and actually telling them not for a purpose, not to get them to do something. It's just cause that's actually yeah. genuinely how I feel. How I feel. Yeah. And, and life life works so much better when we're really self-expressed, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, and, you know, and, and, and even, even it's, it's just, you know, just freer. It's like, cause I think, I think sometimes as well, like humans, we just think, oh, they must think I know that I really love them. That's not how it works. Not how it works because underneath it all, we're insecure humans. That's what, that's what humans are insecure. So, so it's like, no, no, you, you know, you, you tell them how you feel, and all of a sudden, your life goes way better. Their life goes way better. They, they, they walk away and they go, wow, I, I really like this. You know, I, I, you know, I like working here. You know, I like exactly. working with Lucas. So. Yeah. And it goes back to the, the gratification thing, right? It's, a, a, you know, just having that chance to, 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 to open up. It really, like, it, it's, it's given me the opportunity to be more uh, open with communication, you know, in the past, uh, especially this year with my team. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So. So, you know, why don't we sort of walk through? So, you know, after your first year as an operator to try to, you know, uh, Lucas, you know, was a top operator in his first and second year. 
you know, how did you see things differently, you know, in those, in those couple of years? How did I see dif- uh, things differently after my first year? Yeah. Your first year. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I really felt like, you know, I had done, I had done pretty well. I, I, I didn't run the best business, but I was pretty proud of, of what I had accomplished. But I realized uh, after my first year, how much more there was for me to know, you know, it's a, it, it's um it 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 op- like as soon as I I start I started to, to to dive into you know business management recruiting all of these these like these these skills I realized how much more there is that I'm just not aware of and I, I it 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 showed me the growth I need to make and and that's what right. really pushed me right so uh, I think after my first year I was just way more excited about doing it again like that that was my right. that was my mindset around it awesome awesome. So, so I know there's a big jump, you know, being, you know, a district manager and all of a sudden taking, you know, eight to 11 people under your wing and having them go through the summer. So, so what did you, what did you see, you know, after, after this past year? Uh, After this past year, I've learned, uh, I've learned a lot, obviously. Uh, It's given me the opportunity to learn a lot about myself uh, as well as, you know, develop as a leader, as a coach and learn more about the business essentially, right? When we have to teach people how to do what we've been doing we get better at it uh like we just because you, you have to um you're in practice and uh, you kind of have to be more perfect to be able to teach somebody else how to do it yeah so what uh, i guess like can you be a little bit more specific with the question well, well sure well the one thing i wanted to note actually something that you said lucas was i love you know for for our leaders to hear when we have to teach others, we get way better. Yeah. Like that's really an important, important sort of thing. And that's one of the best things about being a district manager. I know for me, all of a sudden being at the front of the room and teaching sales training, all of a sudden my sales went up to the next level and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just going out and coaching how to book estimates. I booked it a way, way higher percent because I just took it so much more seriously. Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, teaching, teaching, let's say sales, for example, to somebody uh, as a rookie, they're coming in, they don't know anything about it. You have to be very uh, systemized. Everything is, is yeah. by the book. You have to teach them all of the, yeah. the, the foundation, all of the basics. And it's by going over all of those things constantly that you get better at what you've learned. Because now it's been you know, two years I've been doing estimates. I've been, I've been learning as well, but I, I've kind of got into my rhythm. I do my estimates, yeah. uh, you know, very close to the system, but you always have your little spin on it. And uh, just having to teach it will make you better because of the fact that you're you, now you have to focus back on the basics. So you get to relearn the foundations after you've you've already had the chance to learn and practice. You go backwards, relearn again, and now you you take the rest of your experiences that you've had over the course of the two years to now go in and change your system again. So it's a it's a right. continuous cycle of of improvement and having the chance to teach people all of those basics is what gives you that opportunity. So. Yeah. Uh, definitely makes you better. And th- uh, the example was for sales, but that's for, that's for everything. Uh, that's for right. recruiting. That's for a- a- any, any part of the business. And I think that one of the, one of the best parts about that is, you know, as operators, we're always going to have parts that we're better at, uh, in, in, in our business. And there's things that we're going to be just inherently more uh, capable right off the bat and yeah. things that we're going to struggle with. And mm-hmm. as a district manager, those parts that you struggled with as an operator, you can't really struggle with them anymore. Like you have to, you have yes. to teach it properly. So if, if those were the parts, like, let's say for me, recruiting wasn't my strongest point in my first nor my second year, 
And right. I, I couldn't let that happen anymore. I couldn't go through another year of not being good at recruiting. So it was yes. learn, learn, learn. Who do, how else do we get better? You know, I've, I've put in some effort, but there's got to be some more. So that's, that's really what, how it did. It let me like get to a different level with all of those, uh, all of those things that I was teaching as a result of having to have this team to, to, to coach. And so what surprised you most, if you think back, what you thought D district managing might be or coaching at a higher level? What surprised you most? Yeah, so I know I know we say it all the time, and it's going to be on all of the podcasts. Uh, so you, you know, we always learn the most in our next year, right? You learn a ton in your rookie year, you learn a ton in your vet year, and it, it goes without saying. Like I learned the most this year, and the so I know that's an easy answer, but the best part about that is that like when you go into it, when you start off, you don't know what you're going to learn, uh, right? You, right? You, uh, there's, there's the, there's the clear examples. It's like, I'm going to get a chance to relearn and teach the sales, the marketing skills, all of those uh, specifics, but there's a lot of uncertainty. And I was really happy with the uncertainty coming into DMing in my first year. I was happy that like, I'm not sure what I'm going to get out of this, but I know it's going right. to be awesome. So, um, right. so what ended up surprising me the most, um, was, uh, it's really with the team. It's the connections I've been able to make with, with my team. Um, I, I was very close to my DM, so it shouldn't have been that surprising. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it still wasn't. Um, I, di- I didn't expect I didn't expect to be this close with the people that I'm working with. Uh, we've built some some really good relationships. I've gotten to know uh, a lot about them and and the type of growth that, you know, they've made. I've made. Uh, it's, it's been astounding. I've been very, very pleasantly surprised. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And to me, you know, you know, again, I just have had the opportunity of working with so many people, you know, really, you know, when, when you're coaching people through something so challenging, it ends up a lot of times being very intimate, you know, like, like things get on the table that are really personal because what's personal is most, most impactful on their business. And, and what's happening maybe in this personal area of the life is also impacting their business. So if we can help provide feedback or coaching that can make a difference, it can really, 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 really work. And I know, I know for you, Lucas, you were one of our, our top rookie operators in terms of a really, really high per- percentage of people returning from your team, which is, which is obviously huge because you know our average veteran just jumps tremendously in their ability to run the business and run it profitably and successfully. So what do you think happened there? Why do you think you were so successful at returning a, a great team for next year? Right. That's, that's a great question. I think there's, there's a lot of things. So I think uh, the, the, the most important one would be people have to want to return. People need to feel like there's, there's something to get and that the, the, mm-hmm. you know, they, they need to be here. This is the right place to be for them to decide to, to come back and obviously run their business again. For sure. and, and I think that you know, if I had to, if I had to compare this to, to, you know, people I had known, because most of my friend group, by the way, has all done student works. These are the people I hang around right. with <laughs> and everybody. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a mindset around when things go really well, appreciating and learning from them. And then when things don't go so well, or don't go, um, you know, according to expectations, I think that, that's, yeah. that's the better way to put it. Um, then there's, there's always going to be reasons to complain or reasons to think that, oh, the grass is going to be greener on the other side. I can go do more outside uh, of, of student works, I can, anything like that. And I think that this year there was, a, there was a huge focus on the fact that, you know, this isn't going to be, uh, this isn't going to be perfect. This isn't going to be walking apart. Like we're going to deal with some yeah. shit. And 
Yeah. And um, throughout the process, that's what it was. And the mentality that we had around the team was, well, it doesn't matter. We're all sticking together. We're all a community. You know, everybody on the team was always in constant communication. It wasn't, you know, uh, clicks of people kind of chatting with each other every now and then. It was everybody working together all the time. So it was easy to keep this this air of, of positivity around the, the challenges because let's go and, and talk about our challenges constantly so that we're always learning yeah. about them. We're always sharing with the rest of the, the, rest of the team. And I, I think that this, this, this kind of environment that we had just as a result of the way that the, the 10 of us uh, kind of communicated throughout the, the whole year made it easy for people to see, well, this is the right place for me to be. This is where I'm going to learn. This is where I'm going to develop. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, you know, I, I want to prove myself even further than what I've proven this year. So I feel like that's, that, that's what's made it possible for people to, you know, to, to obviously come back and have good numbers around the people who are coming back, but all of them coming back for the right reasons and, and yeah. you know, them being just ready to go. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where people, I think, really yearn to find a community in life, you know, that, that really can support them and challenge them and inspire them, you know, and, you know, when you find that, it's like, you know, why am I going to go someplace else? You know, and I think there's a natural thought to different is better. Doing something different is better. When the reality is, is I, I like mastery. I like mastery, just getting better and better and better. And then actually mastery then transitions way more powerfully to another thing for sure. Just so wicked good at this. I can jump over there and really be good. Where rather I've had one, one year experience at 10 different things. Yeah. Best of luck. It's good. You know, it's going to be okay. You know, you know, it's, it, that's not, that's not somebody who's really, really going to do well. It's one of the reasons why professional athletes, as long as they're taking their mindset and their habits and their, and not necessarily their skills, but into another area, why they do so well in business, why they do so well in other areas. Because, Hey, if you're working that hard and you're working with that type of mindset, you're going to be really powerful. So, so just that, you know, really, really committed focus is huge. And I think to, to, to elaborate on that, um, you know, I, I see the, I see the benefit to wanting to go and do different things, right. To, to kind of like, mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, expand, uh, try stuff for maybe, you know, a year at a time, different opportunities. Uh, but, but I feel like in, in that sense, the mastery really like honing in on, on one skill and just focusing on it, it doesn't, it doesn't close you out. It doesn't give you less uh, experience. It actually, I think it does the, the, the opposite, getting that much better at one focused thing will give you the type of, uh, knowledge and confidence, whatever you need, uh, to be comfortable doing a lot more of other things afterwards. Right. So there, yeah. I think there, there might be a misconception as to, uh, as to what it is. Well, and yeah. the other piece as well is this role also involves recruiting, marketing, sales, exactly. production, you know, like, so there's so many different things so that in the end, you know, unlikely that someone's going to stay in this space, they're going to pick sales and marketing or production and management or different types of skills to sort of take on um, moving forward. Exactly. If you look at, if you look at your, you know, your, you know, the top performers that you've seen over the last three years, what do you think they're doing differently? Why, why do they, you know, you know, crush it? Why, what, what, what's, what's different? Right. Um, again, there's, there's, there's so many different, Different things uh, that can that can push somebody to to that type of a level, I guess, compared to their to their peers. Um, and I, one thing you see constantly is they just plain and simple they they, they just want it more. 
that's that's number one they're hungry uh the, the, yeah. the top performers are not the you know they're not the people that kind of they're they're wishy-washy about their their commitments and they don't just play by ear like the, these what i've seen especially you know for my team the teams around they're committed like they have a goal they have a intent uh they have intent behind everything that they do they wake up in the morning they've, they've got something they want to accomplish and they're just hungry to go after it so so i think that that's yeah. definitely one of the things that comes out the most when I, when we're talking about the top operators yeah i love that intent you know yeah like you know i'm really really you know what I'm working on is I'm really, really committed. I'm really, really focused, you know, yeah. and, and I, and I, and I'm up to something, you know, exactly. like, and one of the things I'm, I'm, I really, you know, for our leaders listening is, is, is something that's really important for me is people really getting, you know, when do you feel your best? Okay. So do you feel your best? Um, when you've really accomplished something and you worked really, really hard, and it was really tough. Is that when you feel your best or do you feel your best when you just kind of, you know, I don't know on the lazy boy on the couch, you know, kind of hanging out, watching a show, chilling, you know, like, cause I think that's actually when I ask our operators or especially our, you know, but when I, when I ask our operators, they feel best when they're, it's the former, not the latter. And I know for me, I do. And I, you know, again, I haven't asked everyone, you know, that question. But there really is something when we've got a purpose, a contribution, we're moving forward, and that it would seem like that type of week would be less enjoyable, less interesting, less, you know, I, I want less of those, you know, and certainly there's a top where, hey, I'm just doing too much. I'm burning myself out. And I'm, I'm you know, again, we start to break down as humans, not enough sleep, we're not eating enough, or we're eating too much, or we're you know, kind of having a hard time just managing all that we're th being thrown. But when we're really just up in that, you know, eight, nine level, you know, not 10, not red, you know, not the red level, but, but just, you know, really, really going that we feel really great. For sure. It's like if, um, you know, I've been asked this question before, it's like, what is it, what would an ideal day look like for you at this period? Nobody's ever yeah. going to say, or I mean, I, I wouldn't, I can't speak for others, but I wouldn't say, oh, I'd like to wake up at breakfast, sit on the couch. Just, you know, wait for supper. It's I, I like live long. I'm packing that day up with everything I can think of because it's it, it feels good to go and, and, and get stuff done. It feels good to go and accomplish things. And um, yeah, and, and I guess we started this by by speaking about the intent behind it. And I think that uh, that accomplishing things to just for the sake of, uh, you know, checking off the list isn't really the point. Right. It's, it's going out and accomplishing things because, you know, what it's what it's doing for yourself or what it's doing for others. Uh, and and focusing on those accomplishments day by day with the right intent as well is 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 really what pushes people to to to, to new heights and that's where that's where you feel the most accomplished i feel awesome awesome and so so what made you wanting to 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 sort of get into coaching you know obviously the district manager role really is a coaching role so what made you want to do that yeah um so i i think that i've had this in me since since i was a kid it's 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 just always something that's fascinating me. I never knew it was going to be related to uh, you know developing people to be leaders as a result of running their independent painting companies. But uh, right. you know, I always had an interest in in. I played soccer. I always envisioned myself coaching a, a soccer team. It was stuff like that. Whatever I'd be doing, whatever I was passionate about, you know, I, it, especially when uh, when I felt that uh, I wasn't the best at it, but I had a lot to share. I had a lot to to, to teach. Uh, I felt comfortable in that teacher role. Or in that coaching mm -hmm. role, 
Um, so it was always something that, that really uh, pulled to me. And then in my second year operating, in the middle of the summer, I was having a lot of conversations with, with my uh, district manager, shout out Jeremy, um, uh, about the opportunity. And I was asking, what does it look like? What do you do? And I guess maybe he knew me enough, but all he talked about was the impact uh, that, that you can create for, for, for other people in their lives. And uh, for me, it was, it was a no-brainer. Um, that's, that's definitely what I wanted to be spending my time doing. And uh, yeah, for sure, best decision. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And Jeremy, Jeremy, you can find Jeremy Scully's podcast here too earlier. <laughs> so I, I don't know what number, but Jeremy, a uh, great podcast, super leader. Um, and so, so how do you think this experience is going to be helpful to your career and your life? Oh, uh, yeah. So actually, I've thought about this a lot. I think that this, uh, this opportunity is going to be, it's going to prove to be the most important thing I could have done for my career. And um, I think that that's the case for, for, for a couple of reasons. So, I, I mean, the first part is that it's the skills, the skills you learn as a result of doing this, right? As an operator, as a DM, um, just we can, we can have an entire other podcast of just listing the things that I've learned to do as a result of being in action the, the past couple of years. So anything I've learned, anything that I'm going to continue to learn while doing this is going to be useful for any career I can possibly envision for myself in the future. Everything's transferable, uh, sales, uh, recruiting, if it's, you're talking about influence, helping, coaching, um, learning to, to, to build a community, uh, like anything you can think of. So that's definitely something that, that's going to help me wherever I end up in my life. Uh, the other thing is definitely, I'd say, the, the, the community. That's how I feel like this is going to be important for me in my, in my life and in my career. And I'm going to use those two interchangeably because for me, life career, like it's the entrepreneurialism is really like, it's the only way to go at this point for me. So that's, that's, that's kind of the way it goes. Uh, but I think that the community is, is, is awesome. You know, having spent the, the bulk of you know, arguably most important three years of my developmental years, you know, I think that like it, 20 to 23 for me was really, really important and, and, and spending that, constantly surrounded with uh, student works people and like i mentioned before most of my friends already did student work so i'm always in it and and you'll never find a a, a community of people so adamant about um you know learning and helping each other and just being positive and, and constantly uh working hard towards the right things so being in that environment has has really propelled me to to, to be happy with with where i'm at now and, and and who i am as a person as well right so i think that that's that's definitely going to carry with me throughout the, the rest of my life. And then uh, to go back to your question, so how is this going to help me in my, in my career? I think uh, all of those things combined is really like it's the personal development, right? I'm going to be or I feel more uh, confident to be able to, to, to go out and accomplish whatever, I, whatever it is I feel like I want to do in the future as a result of, of acquiring all of these, you know, all of this experience and all these skills. And uh, like I mentioned, you know, for me, it really is going to be a life of entrepreneurialism. So I know that the, my career is going to be capitalizing on opportunities that come up. And the more I feel ready to capitalize on op those opportunities, the, uh, the better I'll be. And I feel like there's no other place I could have prepared myself as well as in the last three years that I've spent with student works. And obviously the next years I'm going to spend it as well. Right, right. I love that. Um... One of the things I loved about what you had to say was how intentional, you know, just pay attention to this leaders. It's like what Lucas said was, was 
this is going to be the most transformational, not, not, not necessarily use that word, transformational part of my career, right? So when we say that, it's actually powerful because we're creating it, right? Like it's like, and who's doing that in their life? And if you're not, why not? Like, let's make it so, right? Like, let's go and find a program that you can say, this is going to be the most transformational uh, part of my year, uh, part of my life. This is going to make such a difference. Let's go work towards getting into that spot. And then once I'm there, what it means is, if it's really going to be transformational, nothing's transformational. Like, you can join an elite soccer program or swim program, but if I don't go do the work, it's not transformational. You know, Chris can, Chris can stay fat. That won't work, you know, so you got to go do the work, right? Um, and, and to really get it done, just like here, we got to go do the work. And I love as well, just referring back to the, that network that you created, Lucas, and, and really it is that you created, and it's not that it wasn't there, but you created for yourself. Yes. Because it's always here. There's always amazing people. And I got to get outside myself and go connect. I got to get out by myself and be a contribution. I got to go and look to support others. And then, hey, what's going to happen? They're going to look to support me. They're going to look to be a contribution to me. They're going to see things that I'm doing. And, hey, are you open to some coaching, Lucas, here? I, you know, I was thinking about this. And, oh, wow, thanks, man. You know, that sort of thing. And, 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 and just how that makes such a difference for us. You're absolutely right. I think it's, 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 not, just, it's not just about being there uh you know being being in the program and just you have yeah. to be you have to be active you have to you have to create it for yourself uh those relationships mm-hmm. the work the experience it's not going to come just the result of of you know being awake and 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 yeah just <laughs> living emotions you gotta you gotta put in the work you gotta exactly you gotta have intent uh right you gotta be focused on on what it is you think you're gonna get out of this Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, so actually, obviously this summer was really exceptional with COVID and, and, and the challenges that we faced, uh, you know, and so what was it like for you? What was it like for your team? How did you experience it? You know, et cetera. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> where to start? Uh, it was, it was very interesting. I think we all got, uh, we got all got like, you know, slapped in the face at the beginning when this started because, we have our we have our systems. We have our way of doing things that StudentWorks has done for the last uh, forty years, 40 and, years. and now yeah. we we we're, we just we just taught it to all of our rookies. We did January training, spent the first months doing all of those steps to to get everybody started, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, you can't do anything. You just taught your team. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I think uh, it, I, you know it was a shock to start off. It was it was interesting, but at the end of the day, like I think that it was a, it was a positive. I think that it was awesome. You know, at, at, at the end of the day, on a personal level, uh, it helped me finish school. I got to do my classes online, focus on the team a bit more. So it wasn't a big deal. But the, the main part is that um, this is this was just another challenge. And, and the, right. the challenge itself is actually the only thing that we were able to expect at the start of the year. Right. Uh, right. The only what is it? The only um, uh, the only constant in the world is change, right? So we know that yes. something is coming. Something's going to be different. Yes. We don't know what it is, but it's coming. Yeah. So when the pandemic started, it was just about adapting. It's just about, you know, being okay with what's going on, not trying to fight it, not trying to say, well, oh, this isn't fair. This sucks. Uh, not complaining yeah. about it. It's just, it is what it is. So what are we going to do mm-hmm. about it? And as yeah. we're, as we're getting new information day by day, it was just keeping the whole team uh, pumped about the fact that Again, this is this is fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. a challenge. We're gonna overcome it. 
and um, you know, my my team is really they're they're a, a sick bunch of people. They 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 <laughs> they're uh, the the mind's in the right place. You know, they got the right attitude. So I it, it, there there were some challenges, but I think the fact that everybody stuck to their their commitments to just try their hardest, put in the effort, put yeah. in the work. Um, that's that's what made us successful in the end. Yeah. Well, because, you know, my, my take on it was our rookies were most impactful. And so Lucas's team for our leaders was 100% rookies. So, so it was most impactful for, for them. And I'm just amazed at the high, high levels of retention that we had. And just shows, again, what, what beasts we have, what weapons we have. This sort of, they just said, no, I'm just going to keep doing this. And, and I really do believe that, you know, one of the things that we're really, really great at here is mindset and mm-hmm. culture. So. So having the opportunity to go through a pandemic with a bunch of, you know, true believers like our DM team is, and we just kept, okay, what are we going to do this week? And, you know, what's the next action can we take? And what do we do? And let's just, again, practice acceptance. And no matter what, we'll get to the other side of this, whatever it is. Because, you know, being in that unknown, but not knowing is stressful. It just, it just is. And, and the more, but the more we can just see that, this something like this will happen again. You know, this is really a black swan event. Highly recommend, um, you know, uh, that, that book, uh, but you know, and there will be others, you know, every decade, you know, you know, there will be some type of an event that will literally shock the world, throw it, throw it on its head. And the most successful people figure out a way and just, okay, here are the habits, here are the skill sets that are going to make me and mindsets that are going to make me win. And make my organization win, and other organizations will fall back, and we'll take advantage of it. And and not that it's about that anyhow, because it's not about that. It's just about us going and doing the role that we needed to do. And we were obviously responsible for coaching a whole group of amazing people, and that's what we did. Right. And and to bring it back to you know how how this uh, affected the team or how the team was is, is looking towards uh, this, this this whole well the, the the pandemic how it affected us is that. You know, it would be easy, I feel, to say, oh, um, you know, we're at, we have good retention rates or people want to come back because they feel like they didn't get a good crack at, uh, at student works. They want to yes. do it without the pandemic. But I think the, uh, a better way to look at it is it, like, it doesn't matter because we might have something next year. You never know. Could be the same. Yeah. Could be worse. For sure. And yeah. th- the fact is what we learned as a process of doing this this year is that we can handle it. And whatever comes up, we can handle that. So... I don't think anybody is looking towards next year going, oh, well, I want to do it because it's going to be easier. It's I want to yeah. do it because whatever storm is going to hit us, I'm way more <laughs> equipped to handle it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And, and you're right, because no matter what, we're going to create a storm, a storm of activity, right. storm of you know, <laughs> commitment and focus and big goals and let's go out. And, uh, and, and, and you're right, still the world's just in a... In a uh, who knows what's happening? We're taping this in early September, so you know who knows what's going to happen about the next wave or how how bad that's going to be. And and but no matter what, we're going to do all the contingency planning and preparing and organizing so that we can win. Exactly. You know, and we we we've we've been you know very very uh, focused on that. So, what about habits? You know, I'm a big believer in habits, Lucas. I know you're a really really high performing um, young leader. What key habits do you have that are that are really support you as a leader? Ah, uh, that's a good one. So, be honest. Uh, be be brutally honest. 
uh, tell people how you feel. Uh, yeah. Tell people what you want them to know. Like it's 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 literally that. I know it sounds simple, but but it's a big deal. Uh, being being honest yeah. is also about being open, uh, being willing willing to jump into tough conversations and and being open minded about uh, you know what it can bring. So I guess that would be something that would be one of the biggest habits. If if I had to like, if somebody can take that, um, it would help. Uh, I think for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and, and I'm going to broaden that and I'll, I'll send it back to you, you is, is it's more than honesty. It's authenticity. Okay. So authenticity, Lucas is going to be real and he's going to be real with his team about what they're doing or not doing and how they can win or not win. And, um, and what's going to lead to not winning. And so here, let's do more of this winning stuff. So this is the behavior you need, or this is the mindset you need. And, and Lucas is going to be authentic and it may appear at times to be uh, negative or constructive or, or painful to face these things. And it's not meant that way. It's meant as, Hey, I see this, this behavior and there's this other habit that could make a real difference for you. Are you willing to try this on? You know? And again, if, if, if um, and I know there are leaders out there who see things that their teammates are doing, and the the people who are working on their team are doing, and they're not talking about it. Like to me, that's ridiculous. You know, it's just that is that is that is what we're what we're committed to do as leaders, right? Is again, be authentic, and it's hard sometimes because it's 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 it makes us feel uncomfortable or or whatever. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and on the other hand, you know we've got to be bigger people than, you know, what it feels like. Yeah. And it's also, it's also realizing the, 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 the purpose, right? So, so what, what's my goal uh, in, in having these conversations with my team? It's to help them, right? So if I'm not willing to be uh, authentic, if I'm not willing to be that honest with them, how can I expect them to do the same for me? And then we have, we just have, mm. we can have barriers in between us when we're communicating. And, yeah. and that's a, that's a huge block. So let's take out these barriers. Let's be honest. Let's be authentic. And it allows people to, we can, we can get to the, to the meat of the conversation. We don't have to you know, splash around in the sa- shallow end as much. And that's, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's how we, we really make that impact for sure. Exactly. And, uh, another habit. Um, so I, I'm look, I, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to be the one to give habits, you know, like productivity, what to do around your, around the house. That's, that's not my, uh, it's not my area of expertise. I'm still working on those. Sure. But a big habit that I think I can give is, is, is something that I've, I've learned as a, as a result of being in this program for sure. Uh, so that's looking at absolutely everything in the world as an opportunity, looking to learn from anything that comes, um, that comes up, you know, it's, 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 it's easy to, uh, complain. <laughs> it's easy to find mm-hmm. reasons to dislike stuff. And I think that, I think that the biggest change or one of the biggest changes that I've, I've gone through is, is learning that as a habit and really solidifying that into my, into my life in general. It's just, everything is a chance to learn. Everything's an opportunity. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's in all of the books that we read as a, as, as a team that I tell my operators to read, but um, nothing yeah. is inherently good or bad. You create that meaning on your own. So yeah. why not choose to take the most out of uh, every uh, experience? Love that. Love that. Yeah, no, I think that's, again, it's, it, then it can just be about growth and contribution and there's, there's never, we're never going to run out of growth. We're never going to run out of contribution. You know, there's, there's always more to always more, you know, again, there's, we're never going to run out of opportunities, you know, but, but taking that, um, 
that complaining way, it's, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And again, not that, not that, you know, Hey, we do, it doesn't ever show up. Of course it does. And then we chase it away. Um, because, <laughs> because it just doesn't work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's a work in progress. It's all, it's all yeah. part of that process. Uh, it's okay to, it's, it's okay to have difficulty with sometimes, but as long as, yeah. as long as we have the right, uh, the right intentions, uh, we can go and improve. Awesome. So, so what about uh, if you had, you know, a piece of advice or, or, or a thought for our, for our leaders, um, anything you want to share, Lucas? Just in general. Um, sure. I guess a, a piece of advice that I'd give to, to, to leaders in general, anybody who's, who's looking to, um, to, to, to grow past the point that they're at right now, you know, that, that is what we're talking about. We're talking about growth and improvement. So piece of advice would be push yourself out of your comfort zone, be, be uncomfortable, do things you don't like. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to just continue doing all of the things you, you're, you know, you're familiar with and, and, and you're good at, but, uh, uh the, the improvement in that case is going to be marginal. You're, you, you know, try stuff that, that, uh, that makes you uncomfortable. That's how you really no, grow think, as a person. Absolutely. And, and it's, and it's just like we talked about earlier, that's what's going to make you enjoy yourself. You know, again, going to the gym, like again, going to the gym, who hasn't had a workout where they just didn't really push themselves and they come back. Now it's better than sitting on the couch, but it doesn't feel as good as, oh, I really pushed myself. And, you know, I, I, I did a leg workout yesterday, Lucas, my legs are sore. <laughs> so, but, you know, I feel good. I chose the, the, uh, the pain of discipline over the pain of regret. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the purposeful pain rather than the, the, the pain of, uh, not being fit. Uh, and that's, that's, that's powerful. It's right. a way better way to live. For sure. So, so final question, Lucas, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what, what do you think of? So, yeah, when I think of a, a leader of tomorrow, what I think of is somebody who, somebody who's, who's, you know, uh, confident in, in their abilities, um, who's, who's like we've been talking about, who's really dedicated to, to learning, dedicated to growth, uh, dedicated to improvement in general, somebody who, who communicates well, somebody who's willing to be authentic with the people around them, and somebody who's able to care deeply about the people in their community, uh, mm. with, you know, whatever their purpose is in life, is, is it to help them? Is it to coach? Is it to learn from them to be co- whatever position you're in? I think uh, right. being a leader is, is being willing to, to take all of those things with the right intentions and then have the ability to be, you know, some type of a, a, a guiding force for the people around them. Right. So, so being able to be there for people in the right way, that's what I think of when I think of a leader. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, Lucas, uh, thank you so much for your time uh, today uh, and, and, and contributing to the leaders of tomorrow. I'm really, uh, really excited to be able to do this. Um, thank you for your contribution over the last three years. I'm really excited for what we can create moving forward. And um, yeah, so, uh, so you just, uh, you know, keep hustling and, uh, and, and, and again, uh, keep up the fantastic work. Thanks so much, Chris. It was an absolute pleasure. I uh, really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, You betcha. Okay, talk to you soon. Cheers. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader 
and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.